Hi Ben, it's Ellen. Um, you could call me and reschedule. I'm really sorry. The tricks that he does make magic feel like real magic. I wouldn't be surprised if the next thing he does is fly around my apartment. Ben, this is absolutely unacceptable. Um, call me back, you coward. It's Living It Up with Ben Hyde. And here he is, Ben Hyde. Wow, thank you, Scott, for that lovely introduction. Welcome, everybody, to a, another episode of Living It Up with Ben Hyde. I'm your host, Ben Hyde, and we do have a very exciting episode for you today. This is all about cutting-edge technology, okay? And I'm not going to play dumb. I'm a bit of a, a tech expert, okay? So uh, no stupid questions today. Um, uh, this is going to be a show where we talk about how to live it up in this new era of high tech, okay? Because I'll, I'll start with a, a personal story. I recently, I needed to buy a new laptop, okay? Because my last laptop was unable to edit these videos uh, and podcasts and radio show. And I just, I needed to go on and needed to buy a new laptop and it got me thinking, you know, these laptops nowadays, they're really, they're, the technology is, it's, um, well, it's really advanced. And, uh, and that's sort of the impetus for today's show. And uh, thank you uh, to, the, to the Apple Store for inspiring uh, today's episode. Uh, we do have a, uh, an expert with us. Uh, his name is Norris. And um, Norris, are you with us? Hi, Ben. Yeah, here. I'm, I'm on the phone. Yeah, so Norris, you are an expert in technology. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, so I... And thanks for having me. So Norris, thank you for being on the show. Today's episode, we're trying to make sense of all of this cutting-edge technology that's out in the world today. I, mm -hmm. I started with a story about my laptop. I'm sure that you've had experiences yeah, with really laptops. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, um, and I mean, I... Look, I love laptops, uh, great technology. Like you said, they're only getting uh, more advanced. But, um, you know, it's it's 2020, and even as, as advanced as laptops are getting, they're, they're kind of a thing of the past. Why do you um, say that? Because I just bought one. Well, well I, I know, and I don't make it, mean to make you feel bad, but um, there's a new thing, and it's called smart. Smart? So... Yeah, there, there's a way now that you can make anything that you own smart. Now, what do you mean by smart? So, you, so, we, uh, so like a smart house, is that what you're referring to when people say, oh, I'm, exactly. I'm going to have a smart exactly. house? So you have heard of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Okay, so that's what you mean. <laughs> so smart. So don't buy a laptop. Just make your house smart. Make it a smart, smart home. That was, that's yeah, what you I mean. mean, there's just there's so much you can do these days that you no longer need, um, you know, one device, one computer. Now, now you can have everything that you own be a computer. Give an example of something that is not my laptop that is also a computer, because, again, I know what smart things are. Again, I'm not a technology idiot, so I know what smart yeah. I know what smart things are. 
So just give me an example yeah. of, of something that's, well, Yanni Janelli is saying in the comments now that that monitor is smart. I assume he means the monitor behind me, which is a... Uh, Could be. It is a smart monitor. Um, perfect example. Thank you, I just Yanni. got a new, uh, a new refrigerator. And th- this isn't, you know, your, your parents' refrigerator that just keeps things cold. My new refrigerator has um, Bluetooth. It does social, you know, I'm sure I could even like edit a podcast on it. That's what smart can do for you. You know, it's like you no longer just need this like dedicated device for making a podcast. Now you can go to your refrigerator and you can edit a podcast. Which is sort of why, why now Norris, this is why I brought you on the show because when people hear, oh, you can uh, do social on your refrigerator, you can do podcasting on your refrigerator, I, people get very overwhelmed. I don't get overwhelmed because I, I, I'm very into technology and I'm not a technology idiot. So it doesn't overwhelm me. Okay. So. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I, just, I mean, I, I think it's, and I hate to say it, okay, but, um, you. you know, this is for the next generation. A lot of people who are kind of scared of this stuff, um, you know, they're they're it's not their time anymore. You know, like, um, you know, they want everything to be in this one technology just lives in this little bubble. But, you know, more and more, it's it's the smart world that we live in. You know, we don't get to control the the, you know. I see what, what you're saying. Can, or cannot be used to make a podcast. Like now for the next generation, and um, I am pretty young, and but also like, you know. How old are you, Norris? A little bit. Uh, I'd rather not say on air. Okay, um, that's. And it's different well, for like my, my like smart age versus 50s. my actual age. Sure. But if we're talking um, about generational differences and, and generational differences in cutting edge technology being. Uh, a generation that embraces smart refrigerators and podcasting on your refrigerators versus a generation that is still resistant to those sorts of technologies. Wouldn't it make sense for us to know what generation you're in? I I guess technically, technology-wise, I would be considered Gen Z or younger, probably younger even, just kind of of my forward thinking, Um, even though I uh, was born in uh, 1964. Um, so do you? So you bought? So you bought this refrigerator? I just want to. You you have this refrigerator. Yeah. You can, yeah, podcast on it. And do you podcast on it? I haven't yet, but that's the point. Isn't what you use something for? The point is having capabilities. You know, you need to know that right now I could, um, you know, pair my um, smart bulbs with my smart refrigerator so every time i open the refrigerator it's you know kind of like randomly turning off a light somewhere inside my house like i I need to be aware that all of these devices can interact together and that's what's important more than like where am i actually making all of my podcasts from that's not like something i'm so concerned with it's the capabilities that are important i would say one of the most popular uh devices new smart devices are these Alexa devices and I'm sure you've heard of them as well there's not just the Amazon Alexa there's the Google smart home there's the uh, Apple 
HomePod, and yeah, yeah of course, and、uh, which is the one that I have, the HomePod. It's the best one. Yeah, well, I um I do have、uh, all of them, a couple, um just kind of around the house,、uh, so I can like at any moment kind of like make them. It's just the idea that they could interact, that I can have all of these different, you know, like why. Why just take some advantages from one along with the disadvantages when I could have the advantages from having every one of these devices? So, what do you use your smart home? I can tell you what I I use mine to turn in on and off all of my lights. I do not have a smart refrigerator,、sure. but I'm considering now getting one.、Uh, so, what do you well, use、I、your HomePod and Alexa and Google Home for? Because You know, there's so many of these devices, and again, I'm not an idiot. I know exactly what to use them for. But a lot of people are overwhelmed who aren't in Gen Z, and a lot of my listeners are not in Gen Z. And welcome to our six listeners. I do want to say though, Norris,、okay. before that,、uh, if anyone has any technology-related questions, we do have an expert on the line with us. He's able to answer all of your questions about smart homes and technology and cutting edge technology and how to keep up with this because we are going really rapidly and even on this show we're going very fast and that's just how technology is so it's it can yeah, be confusing can it can be can frustrating can be alienating go ahead can I say something really quickly Ben okay boomer <laughs> sorry I just had to I just had to get that one in Okay, right,、boomer. which is、um, I think that's trending on、uh, TikTok, which we talked about last episode. Yeah,、oh, the yeah, OK Boomer. Yeah, that's a、oh, it's a generational、oh, again. We're bringing、so、this、funny. generational disparity between、so、people who embrace smart fridges and people who don't like to podcast on the refrigerator. Which so in response to your question, I would say the question isn't what do I use my smart devices for. The better question is what are they? What am I capable of using these devices for? I see. So, in that sense, it's limitless, kind of like the functionality. You know, I can I can talk to my TV, and that could potentially tell my refrigerator to、um, send a tweet about,、uh, you know, my home security system,、um, you know, coming online or going offline. Right. So it's like the way that all of these devices can interact.、Um, Now I do have to say a, a lot of these devices I haven't、um, quite like set up yet, but it's it's more about like I said the capabilities that having this technology can bring rather than because when you ask the question what do I use something for it's it's kind of like you're asking me about the limits of it and the real thing about these devices is they're kind of like limitless potential. And so I'm really about the potential of these devices, and like,、um, you know, what can smart do for you? Okay, so we're talking really、uh, big ideas now, and and so yeah, what are the potential、right. of these devices? Not necessarily how you're practically using them day to day. So just the potential that you could podcast on your fridge, that your refrigerator could turn on and off all of the lights in your house. Is is what's exciting too? What do you? How do you see the maximal potential of of this technology? Of this technology going this the voice activated smart home technology, the non laptop technology, so to speak. And my response to that would be when you, when you say maximal, that still talks about a limit, you know, the maximum. And I think it's unlimited potential, you know. Okay,、There's、so、no、let's just say in the next the five years, my- the next ten years. 
we have smart and fridges. And What's we're next? We're going to go so much far beyond that. You know, it's not just five more years. It's not just ten more years. You know, this is the future we're talking about. And there's no limit to the amount of ways that my refrigerator can interact with my light bulb. You know, there's all sorts of different configurations. If you could just name other, one other, other configuration, and, and it's it, it, it's it. This is where this kind of generational stuff really gets into play, where it's kind of like it's a little sticky. It's a little hard to talk about this stuff because I just keep hearing this kind of like, you know, the fear and and this kind of what what what's the limit of how what are the how what's one way I could use it? And it's not about what's one way. What what are an infinite amount of ways that you can use this technology? Is what I would say. You know, what is the infinite potential of of smart? You know, I see. So we do have a question coming in. Oh, we have another caller. Hello, Spencer. Oh, well. No questions. Just answers. Okay, let me get it so that Spencer can hear uh, Norris as well. Norris. Spencer. Hi, Spencer. Norris. Hi, Norris. How How's you it going? Doing? I'm doing well. How are you? It's so good to hear you on the air. And this is uh, it's, Spencer. It's really You're on you. Living It Up with Ben Hyde, and and we're this is our technology expert Norris and uh, Spencer. You know uh, also a little bit about technology, but if you wanted to, you know, uh, yeah, ask any I have questions. A for Norris. Oh, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I can answer questions too, but that's fine. Hang on, I just no, want no, to because the mouses are Spencer clicking has. and. There's a lot of technology, I'll say, in the radio studio. This is tech, uh, top-notch technology, and if you'll notice behind me, the, the screen is changing colors today, and that's, a, that's because of the software update. So, oh. Let me just say it's incredible that we all three can be together, not even thinking about mm -hmm. the audience, that mm -hmm. this is such a unique thing that technology has brought us all together in this way. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And, and uh, I, I would encourage us to continue to, um, you know, not think about the audience here. This is well, like Norris, I think we should always I, 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 I'm always thinking about the audience and I'm trying to sure. we do have a question ben, from. Ben, the, can I ask, is that yeah. a, is that a smart mic that you're using? It is a smart mic, but it's I believe it is a smart mic because it's plugged into the Internet because we're connected over the Internet, I believe. So can, can it send um, like post an Instagram story. Uh, how would I, how would I, should I just, add, it would be voice activated, right? That makes sense. It's a, it's a smart mic. So yeah, yeah so it's probably, uh, so okay. what would I say? Okay, boomer. Post okay, boomer. Instagram. Okay, we'll see. We'll find out if that worked. So someone should check someone, someone who's watching one of our five uh, watchers should go ahead and check my Instagram and see if anything I posted. I already liked it. I already liked the post. This is so. This is what I'm oh, talking wow. about. Why technology moves so fast? I do want to hit some comments, and then Spencer, you can ask your question to Norris. But we do have comments coming in. Rapid fire. Rebecca wants to know: Do you think there will be new cutting edge technology to turn humans off in the same way we can turn lights off? Okay, uh, Norris and Spencer, go ahead. What, what, what do we think about this? Oh, I'll give that one to Norris. Yeah, I mean, I guess I would say is, is why just turn them off, you know, um, that that really we the, the human potential for smart for um, and that that is a future that I dream about the, the first smart human. Um, why not also uh, 
be able to turn them back on with the same kind of voice command. You know, it's it's this kind of like this is the kind of thinking that we need to be doing if we're trying to get sure. to, to um, you know, the the next the, the age of smart. And this would be, I assume, again, I'm not a technology idiot, but a microchip. You put a microchip in a person, and then you say, Mom, off. And then your mom well, turns off. Well, I guess off. that's one way of doing it. But, okay. you know, there's, I mean, there's kind of yeah, an this, unlimited way. This is, this is something that has existed for such a long time, this concept. Walt Disney is waiting to be turned on right now. That's true. That's a great point. We do have another comment coming in. Anyone that has Norris in his name, must be an expert regardless of what he does. That's from Mickey. So, Wow. Thank you very much. Yes, uh, it is uh, it's not only in my name, it is my name. Norris expert. Norris technology expert. And then whatever your last name is, I don't want to reveal it on the air because then I'd also have to oh, give yeah. out your address and all the rest of the information. Thanks. I understand, yeah. In, yeah. in the era of technology... Oh, another question and coming in. Me, yeah. Yeah. For, I'm more worried about my IP address than my regular address. Like, uh, that's what... That's don't true. Don't use a VPN. Oh, oh, man. Don't even get me started. Okay, I feel VPN. like I need to explain what all of these terms are because, again, I'm not a technology idiot, but I do know that maybe some of our listeners are. And so uh, a, an, uh, an IP address is, your, is a personal address that's assigned to your computer. So anytime your computer logs onto the internet, it is given- and not just computer, Ben. Not just computer, your smart device, your, your refrigerator, Thank you. your, your- Thank you. Yeah, your, your, washing, your machine. washing machine, your HomePod, you. your, yeah. your, your, yeah. your mo- microchips mother. I mean, whatever, they're all gonna uh-huh. have a, yeah. a, an IP address and a VPN bounces your IP address yeah. off to different servers, bounces it around so that no one can actually track the actual IP address. It assigns new ones over and over again. Exactly. The, it's, so it's, it's, it's like your I can, washing I can, machine signal to other washing machines. Exactly. And so I can, you know, torrent my favorite episodes of Big Bang Theory on my dryer um, without worried of being worried about, um, you know, police getting involved. Not that I would do that. Not that I would do that, I just want to say. Um, Okay, Yanni has a question. Call me simple. I'm a big fan of dumb windows in cars with the manual controls. Automatic windows always break. Well, I did break the handle on my manual windows on a 96 Toyota. That wasn't smart. Not a question, just a comment for now, but open to discussion. Okay, so that was not a question. It was just a comment, but... Can 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 I respond to Yanni's comment with a comment? Please. Okay, Boomer. Okay. Got him. <laughs> it is pretty funny, you know, to think about it. Spencer, are you busy on the line? He's a lot of shuffling going around. Yeah, can you hear the shuffling? We sure we're can. Actually, we're actually experiencing a technology malfunction on our end here. We're trying to fix our spotlight, and we have ND filters and some more technical terms. Where are, are you? Smart filters, Spencer? Yeah, are these smart filters? I'm in filters. the magic theater. Course. Magic has always been the in the the bastion of of new technology, and a lot of people say uh, cutting edge technology that is magic. So yeah, well you know mm. like uh, until we know something, it is you know until we have a greater understanding of how it works, it's just magic. It's just pure magic. You know, if you didn't mm. have a concept of how magnetism works, then 
a magnet is just a magic rock, right? It's a smart yeah. rock. Mm-hmm. It's a smart and, rock. And maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe a smart magnet is just a magical magnet. It's true. It's true. It's the flip side of that. Which is the, the next generation of magnets that are, I'm very excited about. Uh, Yanni, um, I Yanni. have a question for Ben. Oh, please. Go ahead, Spencer. I was just sparked by the next generation. Which of the Star Trek technologies would you like to see exist? Um, this is a, this is a, a very good question. I, I'm not really sure that I can answer it because I've never seen Star Trek. I'm not a nerd. So I don't okay, well, I don't watch those kinds of Okay, well maybe answer. Lightsabers. Yanni commenting that Apple calls their technology magic, magic mouse, magic display. Uh, I just bought a, a magic laptop. So that makes sense. Also Mickey wanting okay, to know what what is the definition of cutting edge technology based on the mainstream thing? Well, I think we're answering that now, Mickey. I think cutting-edge technology is magic technology is smart technology i think that's the definition yeah i mean if we could answer that question in one sentence then we wouldn't need a whole podcast is what i would say you know we're exploring the frontiers right now it's like we are kind of um you know like the our gen our you know the next generation of astronauts that's true boldly going we are venturing into new territories and answering questions that have never been asked before and answering the, and answering mm-hmm. questions that have never been answered before. So that reminds me, Spencer, you mm-hmm. actually called in with a question and we haven't even had time to answer it yet. Yeah, I, I can't remember what my question is, though. Okay, well, that's just the, you know, the cons of doing something live on air. Maybe if you had a microchip in your in your head, you'd remember. We need really yeah, need to start yeah. working on these smart people. Well, I just want to know, I guess my question, this is, this is not so much... This is not so much a, a technology question as a finance question, but there's so many new startups, you know, and I'm wondering, should I invest in this Neuralink by Elon Musk? Like, I've read books and seen movies about this magic technology, and now it's here. Oh, we... And I don't know what to do with it. Should I invest, or is this scary? Is it, is it like investing 100%. in, like, Cyberdyne or hold something? That, hold that thought. Let's hold that thought. i got to connect this call. Hang on, hang on. We're, oh, I can't merge this. Rebecca? Rebecca? Yeah. Oh, oh you're, hi, Ben. You're on the air, but we had an important question coming from Spencer, and for some reason I can't connect these calls, so I'm going to have to call you back. Okay, I'll be waiting. It's a bit of a technology bit of a technology snafu, if you ask me. And, uh, ben, I would say don't blame the technology. Uh, blame the operator. Okay, well, the operator is not here right now, so it's me operating. So I will blame the operator yeah, who's exactly. stepped out, I guess, operator. for lunch. I'm looking out, and there's no one out there. Makes me feel very vulnerable. So to, to, to recap Spencer's question, go ahead, Norris, and recap Spencer's question. Yeah, I guess Spencer was asking, um, to me, what it sounded like is, should I be afraid? Should and my I be answer afraid to that, very simply, is mm. no. You know, put, sink, sink your savings. I mean, how, how much money do you have in savings? Um, I have about uh, I just, 200. 200? Million, I assume. Um, savings. Uh, savings are. Mil, as they say. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just like. Spencer's it's, got that magic do, money. You know. When you when you um 
when you invest in technology, you're investing in the future and the future is well. So you can't be afraid to make decisions like this. The second that you start second thinking, second guessing these kinds of questions, that's yeah. the second that you start looking towards the past and losing out on all these incredible investment opportunities. I mean, we've never lived in a more time like stable, um, interesting, exciting financial uh, time. Um, I'm constantly investing in startups. Uh, it's it's uh, better better investment than gold. People have been saying recently that makes and, sense um i mean especially when, when musk is running it i mean come on like yeah. you know yeah. the guy no knows what he's talking no about musk there, right? he's like the king of tech you know i mean talk about smart humans for those of us who don't know elon musk is the inventor of the smart batteries and tesla cars yeah and uh ebay.com okay i heard i heard Norris coined a phrase there that I think is going to be one of the defining phrases of our new era: second thinking. I think this mm. is this is like not just normal thinking. This is thinking plus. This is thinking with an external yeah. hard drive attached. Second thinking. Second thinking. May I? It's like I, I like thinking plus as systems. well. Thinking plus is good. Thinking plus. Uh, what about smart thinking? Um, well, there's a lot of that I think going we on right with now, two better I think, ideas. on this podcast. Okay, yeah. but we were talking about smart technology and everything. I just thought, thought smart thinking, you know, smart. It's like your smart home, yeah, I, smart I fridge, smart thinking. The, the third best of three ideas, I think. Okay, well, Spencer, thank you for calling on to the show. We really appreciate it and for asking such uh, innovative and inspiring questions. And you, I think you really pioneered us in a, in a new technolo technological direction. It's a difficult one. Oh, word. my pleasure. My pleasure as always. And, and see you guys in the future. Ben, see, see you in the future, Spencer. And I'm going to have to uh, get I, – I, I'm having a little bit of difficulty with uh, uh, with my phone right now. Um, not Operator it, error. Which, you know, it's, well, That's yeah, right. exactly. And I would never blame the technology. Um, you know, even some sometimes the best of it. Uh, uh, so, oh, phone. no. I don't know. It sounds like, like he's cutting out. I have to tell you, this he must what? be calling on some sort of these AirPods or Magic Pods or whatever they're called. The you know the headphones. So we do have. A, we, I right. do have to call Norris. Just stay on the line, and you know you can answer. Uh -huh. We will as much as possible, answer as much as possible. Just stay on the line, and we'll uh, we'll have to deal with this technology as it happens. I mean. We did. If you are watching live, you did notice that uh, the entire video stream did cut out, and I had to, you know, reset the background and everything. And that was a little bit of a, of a, a user error on my part because I accidentally, I guess, just unplugged everything purposefully, and it has nothing to do with these um, 1992 era desktop computers. So, Spencer, thank you for joining us on the show. Really appreciate it, and we'll talk yeah, to you. Yeah, it was so short, but next time next time yeah it'll next, be longer right ben well yeah next time it'll be longer i mean uh it's you know it's a busy show and there's a lot of callers and yeah, we'll always no, appreciate I, your I time get it. and I get it. to I be get honest it. i think if there was a little bit of magic we might have a little more time for you but i mean there's no magic there's always time for magic so but there's no magic you didn't well, do any magic bring a deck of cards to the studio okay well if you want to mail me them because i don't know where you go buy decks of cards i mean it's 2020 yeah. no one's buying those anymore well yeah you know it was one of those online solitaire decks 
Well, I could do that next now. Time. So, I mean, but next time. Yeah. Next, time. next time. All right, Spencer, next take time. care. All right, stay safe. Bye, Bye, Spencer. Love the magic. Spencer's great. Mm-hmm. Need to call Rebecca back. No lulls in this show. If you also notice. Oh, hey, Ben. Hi, Rebecca. How's it going? It's going really well. You're on my show, Living It Up with Ben Hyde. And uh, we also have our technology expert, Norris, on the line, hopefully. Norris, are you there? Hi, hi Rebecca. Hi, Norris. Um, so, Ben, I saw um, your Instagram story on Living It Up with Ben Hyde Instagram page. And I saw something that said, do you have a story about how technology has changed your life? Yes, I did post um, that. I'm hoping that I could get a little bit more engagement today. Yeah, so, well, I saw it, and I am engaged. I spent 14 years of my life writing a poem about how technology changed my life. And to be honest, like, I kind of just, like, let it sit there, and I haven't shared it with anybody, but I saw this, and I thought, like, oh, my gosh, I think, like, I wrote it for this. So, wow, that's that's quite an honor, I would have to say. I mean living it up with Ben Hyde we're talking about you know people coming on to the show with with all of their with everything that they've got to to know how to live it up and I can't think of a better way to live it up on today's episode about cutting edge technology than a 14 year old poem okay here it is I've never read it to anyone before so I might be a little rusty but I hope um, that you can understand the story of it it's called you I admired you from afar. Then I begged for you and welcomed you into my home with open arms. We fell for each other. I longed for your touch. I turned you on after school and you gave me your love. You met my friends and my needs. I couldn't get enough. You satisfied my insatiable hunger for connection like a drug. In my darkest moments, you were there for me. You were always by my side when I couldn't sleep or had to pee. We grew up together. I loved evolving with you. My parents didn't understand, but we didn't need them to. Everything was absolutely amazing until our connection started fading. But you insisted on changing. You even tried upgrading, so I stood by your side as you once were by mine, but then I realized I wasn't the only one, so I was fucking done. I need to take a deep breath. This was the start of a hot fucking mess. I never want to look at you again, but I just can't escape you. I'm in too deep. When I try to run away, you pull me back in, and again, I'm on my knees. You broke my heart and my soul, and I motherfucking hate you, but you're everywhere I go. I just can't escape you. You know everything about me. It's not fucking fair. I don't want to see your new love's new hair. I've asked for help to try and fix you, but things will never be the same. I hope one day I'll have some semblance of strength, since in the meantime, I can only take comfort in the fact that in life, nothing lasts. I'll patiently wait for yours to end so mine can finally restart again. Is that it? That was it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was the whole poem. Well, just I'm just trying to think apart, think about the technology within that poem. First of all, what a, a very powerful poem. Seems very kind of personal. I'm not sure if you wrote that about yourself or what, but uh, I don't know. That was my relationship with my computer and my cell phone and my laptop and my iPod. I see. Clearly, if that wasn't clear, I don't. I don't know what to say. Clearly, I thought that it was about technology. Norris, are you there? 
Oh, we lost Norris. We lost our technology expert. Well, do you think I offended him? He sounded like he really loved technology. So maybe like since it took me to a dark place, maybe he just was like, "Fuck this, I can't do it." I mean, that's a difficult thing if you're a, a, a big techie to to listen to. I mean, it's that was uh, a very emotionally charged poem towards technology, and I, and I think if we you know want to want to think about it about that. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm just really taken aback. I mean, it's really emotional. I think we all can relate to sort of the feeling of upgrading your phone and and no longer being in love with your phone because it was upgraded and um uh, and uh and and sort of and the complications that come with that. Rebecca, that was yeah, really I'm powerful. I'm in a lot of pain right now. I didn't know that this was still inside of me in this way. Well, if there's any anything I could, uh, any sort of advice I would say is I'm going to just echo sort of Norris's advice from earlier, which is uh, try to blame yourself and not the technology. So never blame the technology, just uh, sort of blame yourself. So if something's going wrong, or you're, you know, you're, you're falling out of love with your laptop or your iPod or... Uh, having you know a tumultuous relationship with My it it's probably yeah. it's probably according to Norris because of you and not because of the technology because the, the technology is just getting better and better so wow I wish I had Norris in my life up to now because I've just been blaming technology the past 14 years but I guess it's it's a user error it is a user error so Rebecca listen thank you for calling into the show really appreciate it that was an amazing okay. uh I'm, I'm sh- hoping now that you can more easily live it up with your technology and hopefully next week you can write us up a, a new poem uh, that maybe is a little bit less sad. So that would be okay. good. Okay. Thank you. All right, Rebecca. Okay, Thank bye. you. Take care. Wow. It's, it's, Oh, sorry. We just ha- we had another call. There's a lot of technology happening today on uh, today's technology episode. Hey Ben. Hey Andrew. Everybody, it's Andrew. Yeah. You're on Living It Up with Ben Hyde, my radio show. And uh, today we're talking here, about uh, in the vinyl district, flipping through some albums. What are you guys talking about? Well, we're talking about cutting edge technology. So. Well, this is perfect timing. So you're you're in the vinyl district, and vinyl, as far as I'm as far as I know, is not a cutting edge technology. It's an old technology. But it's making a huge resurgence. That's interesting. So why do you think that is? Why do you think vinyl is making a resurgence in the era of new cutting edge technology? This is something that is very I think fascinating. Want something tangible, you know, all the digital airwaves. Someone wants to hold, you know, a piece of art in their hand. So, you can't get that with the iTunes. So like so you have so I have I don't even have iTunes. I have Spotify now, which is the streaming service. And I've never thought to myself, "Oh, I need to actually physically hold this song." But you're saying that there's a whole bunch of people out there who do think that. They think, "Oh, I love this album. I would listen to it on Spotify, but I would prefer to listen to it on vinyl and actually hold hold it hold the physical copy of the song well it's kind of like how people keep books that they've already read 
you know? Yeah. It becomes part of your life. Yeah, but when I add an album on Spotify and it goes into my library, isn't that the same thing? And then I'm holding my phone and I'm holding my library, you know? That's a good point, Ben. I never thought of it that way. You really have the world at your fingertips if you think about it that way. Well, let me ask you this. Do you buy vinyl? I do. And is it because of the physical aspect that you're talking about, the tangibleness of the of the record? Yeah. It's more of an engaging experience, kind of like hiking. You know, I could watch planet Earth, but it's nice to get out there and, like, be, be involved, be immersed. Well, this is an interesting sort of perspective on cutting-edge technology because sometimes technology is so advanced that you really need to take a step back and sort of to, to breathe uh, before embracing the new technology. Wouldn't you say? Wouldn't you say this is part of that process of taking a step back to, to uh, maybe like a couple generations ago to back when vinyl was popular and then saying, okay, well, Spotify is great. iTunes is amazing. I love my Apple Music streaming. But I also love, you know, just sitting down uh, by the fireplace and putting on putting on a physical record. You know, I do, but, but at the same time, I don't think I'll ever have that urge to put on a compact disc. There's something, you know, there's something unique about the vinyl. And what, what do you think that is? Because a, a compact disc, well, that's physical as well, so then can't just be the physical aspect so then what is it what is it specifically in vinyl and the compact disc is still digitally written right so like the vinyl is like a physical physically making music i see so but it's not it's not but it's how is it any more physical i guess than a compact disc is 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 sort of the the question that I'm I'm asking you. You're the expert on on vinyl. I honestly do not know. I'm the expert on the vinyl district. Vinyl is a little bit outside of my forte, but you know, I I think it has to do with you know you're you're uh, you're part of the music being played. You have to drop that needle. Oh, Andrew, no, hang on. I'm getting just, I'm getting a call. I'm yeah. going to have to connect you two together. I don't mean to interrupt. I'm an expert. Uh, so, Andrew, uh, hello Dylan. Hello. Hey Dylan, you're on with you're on with uh, your friend Andrew Jackson. Hi, Dylan. Oh, hey, Andrew Jackson. How are you? Dylan, you might be able to back this up. You know, when when you 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 really need to appreciate the analog skills and you know physicality of making things to appreciate all this cutting edge technology and really be an expert at it. So you're saying to go forward, you have to go back. I think that's the direction we're heading. Well, that's so. Dylan, today's episode is all about cutting-edge technology, and we spent a lot of time going through and talking about all of the smart things and smart pods and homes and smart refrigerators and 
but now we're, we have this call from Andrew, and he's, he's saying, hey, maybe don't embrace it so much, you know, take a step back and, and live in, in the physical. And he's saying that vinyl is a physical situation with music, but I say, what's the difference? I just add something Spotify onto my library. But I think he might have a, some sort of point here. Do you have any um, personal experience well, with... Well, I, I think Andrew's naturally going to be a little biased by virtue of working in the vinyl business. Yeah, that it's makes true. sense. No, and I, and I guess... A, this area thriving. Hmm. Andrew, are you also at a construction site again, I have to ask, because of all of the loud noises and beeping? I'm, I'm across the street from one. Uh, I'm outside the record parlor, flipping through some of the sidewalk dollar vinyls they have for sale. Ooh, what yeah, are what are some of the what are some of the John, vinyls you have there? James Taylor, nice. Hey, you get out, you're in public. Unlike the Spotify, where you're just stuck in your phone. So that makes sense. So you would want to you want to go out in public. You want to go to a record store, browse through the the physical library again. You could do that with compact discs, but again, you're saying don't do that with compact discs. Don't do that with CDs. You can only do you should only be doing this with vinyl because they're physical somehow. And then you can go home and put it on your record player and and listen to that. I mean. Well, that was going to be my next question was, should I start printing this podcast on vinyl? Well, right now we're in a a big tech hub. I would say this is the most advanced uh, radio studio in the country. There's uh, a a television behind me that is changing colors. I mean, this is like, this is high, this is tech, smart, smart, smart. Well, I, I would. This looks like a, it's probably a sixty-inch plasma, or I guess. That's a pretty cutting edge. That is pretty cutting edge. Um, I mean, what about when technology goes wrong, like with mini discs or even cassettes? Okay, so other uh, other technologies that have become what we in the industry or those who know of tech call. Being becoming obsolete, which is something that, no offense to Andrew, uh, vinyl has become obsolete. But I guess not, because there's a whole district being named after, and he's at a record shop right now. So it's a scene, man. Well, one vinyl's not vinyl. gonna die. But one point, vinyl was cutting edge technology. So the question is, when does cutting edge technology become just technology? And when does it stop being technology and be start being vinyls? This is this is sort of the the way I, the way that we're going to even look at you know what we were talking about earlier with our smart things, our smart refrigerators, our smart washers and dryers, our smart light bulbs. Eventually, it's just not going to be cutting edge anymore. It's just going to turn into regular technology and then probably become sort of like a, a physical thing. Like oh, like I'm so sick of and tired of my you know. Um, I can't imagine what comes after smart light bulbs, but whatever that technology is, and then you they look should, back at... They should make a smart VHS player. Well, I, do, I don't... I just Andrew, I, don't I just feel like you're populating... 
your entire home uh, with a library full of old technologies, VHS, your beta, your cassettes, your uh, CDs. I don't, I don't know. Maybe Andrew's not the best because, Andrew, do you even have Spotify or Apple Music? Yeah, I, I, I have a Spotify. It's great for the podcast and to get my news. I just don't see how it works for music. I think that I'll, I'll say this. Andrew, if you can help Living It Up with Ben Hyde become the first podcast to go on vinyl, um, you'll get some sort of amazing deal out of that. That would be, I mean, you would, for you, you would be the, this would be cutting edge. That would be cutting edge technology in retrofitted, retrofitted. Yeah. That's cutting edge. That's what I'm saying. That's cutting edge with an old, with old technology. Which I guess is to yeah, say, cutting-edge technology doesn't always have to be new technology. And that can answer our question from earlier, is when does, when does cutting-edge technology stop becoming cutting-edge? Well, it just depends on the context in which you're using it. So we're going to have a new cutting-edge technology today. I'm going to make an official announcement. Andrew, thank you so much for agreeing to do this. Living It Up with Ben Hyde is going to be available not only on Spotify, not only on Apple Podcasts and on Facebook Live, but also... On vinyl, on vinyl, and you'll be able to find us uh, pressed into vinyl in the vinyl district. So, Andrew, thank you so much for agreeing to do that. I can't wait to uh, to continue to work with you on on creating many more uh, different uh, te- forms of technology to put this podcast onto. Maybe we'll be on VHS next. Maybe we'll be on cassette as well. So, Andrew, thank you so much for joining us. And pick it up at Amoeba Records. Andrew, thank you so much for joining us. Dylan, stay on the line. We have a couple more questions for you. Andrew, take care, all right? Have a good one. Bye. All right, bye-bye now. Bye, Andrew. This is awkward because he's merged into the call, so he has to hang up, and I can't hang up on him. He has all the power. The limitation of the technology. Rebecca Pakin asking, so vinyl will be the new viral and to that I think we can both agree from our previous call with Andrew yes so I'm just gonna answer yes uh check out vinyl uh the TikTok on vinyl well we talked about last week Dylan about how TikTok is the only way to go viral now and so check out oh I I knew that actually on vinyl oh you did I did uh so Dylan, what do you use your technology for the most? You're you've, you've you're sort of the uh, my go-to guy for I would say uh, computer technology, but maybe maybe you have other expertise as well. In other tech? Well, yeah. I mean, we started started the show because I bought a laptop and I thought, oh, what a smart cutting edge purchase. But then Norris came on the show, our technology expert, and he said, well, that's not cutting edge. All the you should check out my smart refrigerator, and that's cutting edge. Mm. So that is pretty cutting edge. But you also, I mean, I've 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 been to your house, which is very large, um, humongous, and it's all it's all wired or with smart light bulbs and that's true. General tech. You just and general you just tech. Talk to Alexa, and you get what you want. Alexa, I talk to the the smart pod, uh, home pod. The Apple one, uh, yeah. So, 
I do, I do, yeah, that's, I do have all that smart tech, but my, I do have, a, I don't have a smart refrigerator yet. I don't have a smart washer and dryer yet. Um, I have yet to put a microchip into myself and make, make me a smart person. So I haven't, I haven't done any of those things yet. But yeah, I do, I do generally appreciate all of that tech, for sure. Well then. Uh- you're talking about putting a smart chip inside of you. Wouldn't that make you a cyborg? Well, we talked about that earlier. Yeah, that would technically make you a cyborg. It was a question that Spencer called in and was wondering about sort of what happens when you start microchipping yourself. Yeah. That is, I think that's a, a good line of inquiry, though. Uh, we did have a question. I'm just reading our comments from Yanni. He wanted to know, what's a smart way to smarten a business? Modernize it, techify it, etc. Should I get this square thing? Ooh, Dylan, maybe you can answer that. Well, the the square is used to process transactions through your iPad or your smartphone, um, and I think they charge a fee to use it. Um, so I, I mean, that's like that's that sounds like a good way to smart you know, bring your business into the 21st century. Sure. But only if you're selling something. Okay. Because say, say you're a business that, that doesn't rely on sales. Like, you know, I'm an artist and I sell almost nothing. Right. So you don't need a square. I d- no, I don't, I don't need the square. For your business. Because, you don't need it. Because no one, no one buys it. Right. Dylan, you actually you do incorporate technology. You mentioned that you're an artist. You incorporate technology into your art. That that is true. I do sometimes. And and what are, what is what is what is some of the cutting edge technology that you use, a mixture with your art? By the way, we have a lot of art today on on our show, and this is sort of just like the infusion of it. We had Rebecca call in earlier with with a poem about technology, and and that was a very beautiful poem that um sort of you know really shook me to my core and our audience to our their core as well but talking about artistry and technology and the convergence of art of artists and technology that's something that you may be the foremost expert on yeah well i do really like to talk about um when art exists at the intersection of art and technology because that a sounds super frustrating uh, to look at because that doesn't actually mean anything. So that's good. That's good from the art perspective. And then from the other side of things, I just think, um, you know, incorporating technology is just a good way to connect to, you know, a, a broader audience. Because, you know, if it's a painting and it doesn't make sounds or have flashing lights, what's really the point? Well, I've always said, well, then it's not a cutting edge painting. Then it's at, then it's at some, you know, one it's of those. A boring painting. That's a boring painting that you see at like a museum, you know. Yeah, or or you could just buy it from a poster. Yeah, you, know, you could buy it from a poster, and we're living. Like, you know, I we all are on our phones now, and we all have, you know, for the most part, we all have smartphones and, you know, apples and androids, and when you go online and and you on your phone and you look at art or your pictures or photos, you're, we're looking at videos and photos. And so when you create something, uh, in the analog world in the physical world, have you ever considered using vinyl in your artwork? I haven't, but as Andrew was talking about it, I, w- I was getting a little convinced that it might be 
something to think about. Okay, well, here's an idea for you for a painting. Uh, a vinyl a vinyl record spinning and playing and you can hear it and then you put you just staple that onto a painting wait so you spin it and you can play it and then you staple well it? you staple the record player onto the painting so that it works oh i'm not sure the staples are going to be strong enough Okay, well, use some sort of, you know, Gorilla Glue or something. I mean, I, you're the expert on that. I'll let you figure out the, the details on how to execute that, but you can work walk your way into the MoMA with, MoMA with that one, I'm sure. I mean, it's good. That's, yeah. That's, uh, yeah that's the hope. That's the dream. Yeah, so you're welcome. Thank you. No, I, I actually I, I appreciate your input, especially unsolicited input is sort of, you know, what I think a lot of artists look for. Do you have any other ideas for new technology infused artwork or paintings and what software do you use? Um, mostly Photoshop, which I, we were talking about earlier. And Adobe has recently rounded the corners of the Photoshop logo, which yes. makes it just look horrible. Yeah, because because for those of us who are creative professionals who use the Creative Cloud suite of Adobe Photoshop and Illustrator and Premiere and After Effects and all, and all of those Audition, all of the software suites, the only rounded icon is the Photoshop icon. And it just looks terrible on my new laptop. But I guess that's just because my laptop is old technology. So yeah, Adobe, I would okay. say this to Adobe, if you want to be cutting edge, sharpen those corners and put yourselves onto refrigerators. Uh, as yeah. per Norris's suggestion. So I, I suspect we'll start seeing Photoshop on our refrigerators, on our washers and dryers. We already have the ability to tweet and social on them. But yeah, so uh, that's I'd, my I'd suggestion. Say it would look good any, because, you know, your computer has rounded corners and then the logo has rounded corners. And that's just, that's too many rounded corners. So I think anything with, I, th I think putting Photoshop on a refrigerator that's nice and sharp and you know nice 90 degree angles um would be the best route well adobe i hope you're listening because dylan you're the artist and he knows the aesthetics of of roundness and squareness and, sh and sharp corners and round corners and if he's saying it's going to look bad or if it's going to look good you better listen to him so uh we do so have another we do have another question coming in from rebecca she says, let me complain about another logo, the Rams' new logo. Uh, she's referring to the Los Angeles Rams. Is complete and utter garbage. I hope they see this episode so they take a hint to use cutting-edge technology or vinyl to change their massive and ugly mistake. Oh, wow. I, that is a hideous logo. Uh, is there a way that maybe we can I've, I can pull this up maybe and so onto the screen anyone who's watching can see and anyone who's listening cannot see Rams new logo see exactly what Rebecca is talking about uh, here's here's a side by side I can't tell if this is actually it the, I, I believe it's the one with the LA and the sort of horn but it's just trying to do too much it's like swooped around the horn is like yeah. a, a swooped circle 
don't know, it looks yeah, with, the, with the letters. Looks modern to me. I think we can all I think we can all see this. Let me close out of that uh I wish there was a way to zoom in here. I mean, let me zoom in. Enhance, enhance, you know, CSI. Okay, so there we can see, and we can see on the screen we have the old logo. That's the Chargers. Failed logo. I don't know. I could say, all right, so here's the, but here's the new logo here. Don't look at the one. I don't know why it has this comparison with the Chargers. It seems unnecessary. But I would, I mean, Dylan, how would you fix this? How would you make this, you know, would you use vinyl? Would you use technology? Would you use Photoshop? How would you fix this? Well, I think I'd probably uh, use machine learning in terms of just like, you know, I, I kind of been a little bit frustrated with um, Siri. So I put her in a machine learning course and now she can pretty much, you know, redo any logo. I would hope. I mean, I paid a lot of money, basically, for her to get her degree. I see. So we're talking about using Siri to create a new logo, yeah. and that's really and the, machine learning. And machine learning, and for those of us, of course, I know what machine learning is, but maybe some of our listeners don't know what machine learning is. Again, I'm not a tech idiot. I know a lot about technology, but Dylan, <laughs> would you mind explaining sort of what machine learning is for all of our? listeners who um, maybe aren't as tech savvy as me don't know how to live it up well, as much with technology well I, I, I mean you know I think that's a little bit of a it's a, it's a big question and you know of, of course I also know what machine learning is and uh, it, it's I, it's exactly what it sounds like so this is when the machine is t is learning from itself you run a system of processes, say, you know, a race car through a course, and every single time that race car goes through the course, it doesn't know how to get to the other end, but it learns from its mistakes. So it bumps in the wall, and the next time it knows, okay, don't bump into the wall there. And it does that over and over and over again. Eventually, you have a race car going around a track. Isn't that's machine one form of machine learning? Yeah, that's that's. That sounds right to me. So, uh, let's see. Rebecca just saying that's a good idea. Siri changed the new Rams logo. So Rebecca is also asking Siri, and I and I hope Siri can deliver. And that yeah, would be a, well, a shame if it couldn't. And I'll also we'll say this: we're nearing the end of our episode, so just to wrap wrap everything up, I'll also say you know. Talk to your refrigerator, talk to your smart refrigerator, say, Siri, change the new Rams logo, and if all of us say this together, maybe we'll get a new Rams logo, and, yeah, and well, they'll learn from just, that. That's collective bargaining at its core. If you want to use cutting-edge technology, we all have to use it together, and this is sort of... And this is sort of the solution because anytime technology doesn't work, we learn this from Norris, it's because of user error. So if not enough of us are using it, just do the math there, not enough of us are using the technology, we're going to have more user errors. And so we want to sort of amplify how much we're using this cutting edge technology, how much we're using it uh, to eliminate the user errors and 
make the most out of cutting edge technology. Dylan, thank you so much for calling into the show. Thank you so much for joining us. I think we we learned a lot today about what cutting edge technology is, how to deal with it, how to make sense of it, thinking about the future of where technology is going, but also thinking about maybe, hey, maybe not cutting edge technology isn't just new technology, but maybe it's old technology as well. And I think that's a humongous takeaway that we can think about from today's episode. We talked about the convergence of art and technology. Uh, Dylan is the foremost expert on technology and art and machine learning through artistry. And Dylan will be uh, gluing or however he wants to fix the record player onto the painting. Uh, That's going to be the, you know, going into the moment done soon and also I do have to mention that I'm still working on my ebook it is coming out and that will be ready soon so be on the lookout for that this episode will be available on Apple Podcasts on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast it will also be posted onto the LA Greek Radio Facebook page the Living It Up with Ben Hyde Facebook page and on your smart refrigerator we do want you to stay tuned uh, coming up next we have Profit Mastery with Regina and she's gonna I think that's what it is yeah it was profit mastery and this is this is a good way you're gonna learn Dylan maybe we could all learn from this maybe you can learn from this as well she's gonna teach us all how to make a lot of money and uh, I've been listening to her show and I'm filthy rich it's crazy and I, I talked about this last week too I've even made more money listening to last week's episode so this week definitely check out Regina. She's going to tell you how to make lots and lots of money and stay tuned for that. That's coming up next here on LA Greek Hebrew Radio. Dylan, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Thank you all of our listeners uh, who have joined us and all of our callers. Take care, everybody. We'll see you next week.